everyone dreams of living an uncommon life. And the best asset you have to achieve your dreams is you. Welcome to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. We're going to introduce you to people who are living uncommonly. We're also going to give you some tools and strategies for building wealth and for pursuing an uncommon path that is uniquely right for you. Hello and welcome everybody to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast, where I'm your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Thanks for tuning in. Again, we try to get you to get excited about where you're at currently and get you to a place where you love your life. So we have a guest on the show today that does that, has his own fishing and charter business. And so like you think about combining your passions and then making a little bit of money on it. This is what this guy's done. I'm not going to give it away. Aaron has met Joe. That's our guest uh while he was on his own fishing charter and was like i gotta get a little bit more of this guy yeah, that's it. why we have him on the show so aaron why did you want joe on the show gosh that's ah, yeah because joe is fun man like he just really like talked to me like helped my daughter and like really intuitive on everything like answer like here i am from iowa not even around the ocean asking really stupid questions but like answered it well made me feel smart like they like, were stupid questions but i know they were and then, uh, but like, and I even asked, I told him like right off the bat, I was like, all I want to do, like, if you let me catch a shark today, like my day uh, be yeah. made. By no golly, caught a, caught a shark and it was a good one. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> good. Joe, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for taking your time. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate so wh- you having where's, me. What's the uh, company name that you currently run now? So Joe Snook Fishing Charters. Okay. And where's that based out of? I go out of Marco Island, Florida. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. So tell me what got you into this and what were you doing before this? There's a lot of questions I have, man. We can't wait. Perfect, to buddy. If I forget no. them, uh, just uh, reiterate them. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. No problem. I'll start with two. Uh, so this is all I ever wanted to do um, with my life. It's been a dream. Um, and the reason was, is I went on so many bad charters and... Mm just loved fishing and i was like man i could tell this guy just doesn't even care like i didn't even sleep at night i can't sleep at night waiting for this trip and this guy could care less i'm like this sucks right yeah. so i was like i man i'm gonna be a guy and i'm never gonna have some poor kids staying up yeah. all night i said even yeah. if we don't catch anything i'm gonna try as hard as i can to make that happen um because I just felt that, right? And yeah. uh, that's what I wanted to do. Plus, it was good money. Um, well, it sounded like it was better money than it was. But, yeah, uh, yeah so that that was it. And I just have always been into fishing all my life. That's good. I like it that you were like, I can do this better. I'm going to do this better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to jump in because I talked to Joe about this on the boat. And Joe, like, you were working construction prior. And, like, Correct. just getting like reamed by like just working for the man Uh, yeah i mean all you do is go to work like building stuff hoping not to die or get fired right yeah (laughs) i mean joe like you smart man like you were sitting there said you knew how much the projects were going for and how much they were making the company and you're sitting there thinking like i'm making like fractions of this and you're running the cruise and all that stuff like and doing the big projects you know as the manager and uh and I thought it was sweet to hear. It's just like, you're like, no, never mind. I don't, I ain't doing this. And then you, you know, yeah, I mean, this. 
And I eventually, well, what happened was with the last year, I was, I partnered up with a guy and uh, my fault. I didn't do anything legal or anything like that. Uh, we did like three million our first year. Wow. He didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know anything about it. He was a plumber, and I was like, "Well, what are you doing with your leaks?" He's like, "Ah," I said, "Dude, that's a lot of money right there." I said, "I could remodel all that stuff, and you know, you will have a business going." And we did, and we built it up, and it was like two and a half years. It was millions, man. And then finally, when it turned to me actually getting some of those millions, uh, you know, he, you know, basically screwed me out of that. And then he ended up losing everything. So karma got him in the end. He lost uh, the GC company I built up. He lost his plumbing company and his wife took off. So rough. Okay, so let's talk about this. It sounds like you were working a day to day job and then you cross over to this chartered fishing, which I think is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. This is the reason why I wanted John to show. Are you ready for this? Sure. I just heard this uh, saying that says, if you find something that you love to do and you do it, you won't work a day in your life. I want to say that's the biggest crock. You ready for this? <laughs> I agree, dude. Like, <laughs> because no. you find out something you love to do and you work as hard as you ever have because you just love what you're doing. Okay. You're going to work right. harder than you ever have in your life. The difference 100%. is you kind of like what you're doing. But to think that you won't work a day in your life is the biggest misconception. And so that's what I want to talk to you about. So let's say you know, you're know you starting your day to, your eight to five and you're like, I'm going to do this fishing charter thing. What is the first thing that you do out the gate when you're, do you quit? Do you do things on the side? Like how did you go about that transition? I, I knew the guy was kind of trying to oust me out of the whole partner thing. And I was like, well... You know, I did some research, man. So I went to the boat ramps, talked to some of the guides, saw what they were doing. And I'm like, hey, man, I could do that. This is a joke, right? I'm like, you guys suck. I'm going to come out here and I'm going to crush you, right? Yeah, yeah, so this yeah. guy finally got me to the end. So I started throwing stuff all over the construction site. Never talked to him again. He kept calling me and stuff. And then I just went full bore uh, with a little bit of a money i think i had like 12 grand burned through that right away yeah and uh just put time in talking to the other captains this way i would get their overflow i'd be accepted of going into their marina and stuff like that and uh, i did one ad one print ad and uh that was it man i just struggled i did a lot of meditating and a lot of praying Nice. So was it as easy as you thought it was? Because I do remember this day, Joe. I thought when I was going to get into this industry, this financial service industry, I had really good relationships. And I was like, oh, they're going to throw their money at me. Like, this is going to be so easy. Yeah, Yeah. that's not how it went for me. So was it as easy as you thought it was going to be? Oh, my God, dude. There were so many times where those guys that I thought, wow, do they suck. And yep. I come back to that marina and they just kicked my ass. And I was like, oh, man, yeah, I got some work to do. Uh, yeah. So but what I couldn't do is go home thinking about that. Right. Uh-huh. One of the things I would meditate on is I am the best fishing guide in the Everglades. I am the best fish. And I would literally sit there 
and meditate on that before I went to sleep. It was either that or cry myself to sleep. That's right. And yeah. figure out another way to yeah. do it. Right. Suck uh, your suck your thumb and get in the corner. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. might as well. <laughs> I ain't that kind of guy, man. So uh that's what I did. And a lot of praying, you know. I'm not yeah. gonna say I never did shed a tear for anything in this business because right. that'd be a lie. Right. But um yeah, I never quit. Uh, what was for the whatever reason? What do you think the hardest part was when you were just like, ooh, is this is a mountain that I didn't realize how big it was and how treacherous this is. What what was the overcoming thing of like, dang, I have to get that? Like, was it a boat? Was it people? Marketing? What was it? No, man, I had all that in line. Um, for me, it was just the self-confidence and the motivation to keep going as I was kind of learning, um, eating beans, eating ramen noodles, living on that. Uh, I had a good dude I was renting from, so he was kind of, he was on my side, had a lot of good people on my side, never took one penny from anybody. Wow. Uh, I just wouldn't do it because I didn't want an escape route. You know what I mean? And then go down that trail. So, uh, but they were all motivated, you know, motivating me and all that. But that was the hardest thing was myself, my own mind to keep myself going, man. Yeah. I could have went back into construction a thousand times. Right. Right. But it shows you like get a good community though. Like that helps. Oh man. Yeah. Help you like get up and going and like, they all knew the struggle. You know, you guys are showing up. Like, I know, like I showed up that morning, like you're all sitting around, you know, I think I walked on the wrong side of the like docking side and then the one of the captains like, oh no, he's over there. It's like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> but like, everyone it seems like everyone is super friendly to help keep you up as you're trying to build up your client base. Dude, this is uh, over ten years, twelve years. Uh, those people, the first. So that wasn't the original marina. When I went to my original marina, it took years. Uh, for them to even consider that, yeah, you are acceptable to be in that marina, man. Like, yeah, uh, okay. it helped that I was about almost 20 pounds uh, heavier and built that. Uh, but I, it, I did get into physical altercations with people because wow. I just wasn't having it, man. Um, and then when I went to, it, it wasn't me starting it. It's just like, yeah, you're having your fun, but I don't need to hear this. Like, yeah, you know. Uh, wow. So then I went to this new marina like four years after I had built up a solid reputation and built uh, and won two tournaments in the slowest boat, ugliest boat, and smallest boat. Um, so I built up my reputation that way. And still, when I went to this new marina, not having it. <laughs> dude nobody talked to me for for years you know and i really really couldn't care less i didn't understand it but now i do because i have some uh you know i've seen a lot come and go and uh, yeah. i've tried to help some and all they do is just you know you get nothing out of helping them unfortunately um wow so, yeah, so I see why they were like that, because they probably did the same. They're like, ah, some other guy just coming in here, he'll be gone, and, you know, you're just kind of a nuisance. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Now, it's, now it's different. Now that's it's a lot different. That's cool, because we can relate to that. Like, oh, yeah. In our industry, 
is so much like that. Like you go, if you're going into a big office, all your senior advisors, they won't talk to you for the first nope. five years. Nope. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I mean, I want to pick your brain. It's like, no, nah, like I'll, I'll pick my brain in five years if you're still here. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, I can't be here if you don't teach me. <laughs> nope. You got to prove yourself, boy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and that's the way they were. And uh, let's face it. Uh, some people appreciate that. And then other people, they hate you for that. Uh-huh. Right. You know, because uh, right. I guess, I don't know, it makes them feel bad about themselves. But then other people are like, hell yeah, man. Love right, watching that kid kick ass. When yeah. did when did it start changing for you? Like when you were like, "All right, I think we can do this." You know. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I never thought I couldn't. That was just never in my head. Yeah. Uh, but you when know, did it start it, turning a par- profit? Maybe well, that's that's yeah. that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to. Uh, it where I was comfortable. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you know, to where you can pay uh, the bills, you weren't eating ramen noodles and beans. <laughs> That's yeah. right, man. I was grilling steaks at uh, at some point. I would say that was probably uh, three, four, three, four years into it. You okay, know, something Gosh. like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but man, I've been broke just about every year of this business. You go broke. Um, because of the you know, just the seasonality of it? No. Uh, well, maybe not just about every year, but you'll have maybe a little something, way more than I had back then. Let's put it that way. And then you build it up, and then you just get crushed uh, by a truck, right? I had to buy a truck. So oh, sure. me Equipment. 50-some thousand dollars in debt. Uh, I went through three boats, okay? Uh, wow. Last one I bought was like $65,000. Um, had an engine needed to be rebuilt right after I paid off that boat, right? Uh. So here I am broke because I have all these trips lined up. And then uh, I, two days later, I needed an engine rebuilt. So then I had to yeah. cancel all those trips. And dude, that uh. was not a good, I was not in a healthy state of mind at that point. That was, that was bad stuff. But, uh, it's hard when like your operation, like has like your boat has to be an operation for you to make money. Yeah. No doubt. Those things like, I know my father-in-law, he's into boats and he always says like, they break down all the time. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I got, I put 500 hours a year or more on on your boat. Yeah, people are like, I've had this boat forever. I got 130 hours on it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You don't use it much, do you? Every day. I'm like, okay. For an hour. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not not every day for 16 hours. What do you go right down yonder and catch as many as I want? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any employees with the chartering? The no, charters? I went that route, man. Uh, and it just really wasn't worth it. And I see people that try to do it and, and, and go through it. And uh, yeah. You what know, was that I experience that for you? Tell me about that. Uh, it wasn't much because I pretty much, I pretty much knew, uh, you know, I pretty much knew that uh, I said, if I'm going to be doing this and have employees and all that, I'm going to build a construction business and make some real freaking money. Not a couple hundred dollars on you. Yeah. It, yeah. You, you, know. you tried two people then. Chicks, I don't know when I was out there. Yeah. You had like, 
two extra people you were trying to bring up? I did. I had four boats at one point, all different tools for different stuff. And then, yeah, you know, and uh, they were friends. I knew them, you know, so yeah. I mean, nobody screws you like your friends, right? So, uh, <laughs> hey. yeah, I Jeez. guess they yeah. just feel more comfortable instead of being like, hey, I, you know, I'm quitting or whatever. It's like, yeah, buddy, I just, yeah, I'm not, not going to be able to make it today. And, you know, sorry about Kind that, of important. You know? Kind of don't yeah, have a B, you know? <laughs> so I was like, listen, man, I'm just selling this boat, you know? So, yeah. No, you can't sell it. I'm like, <laughs> you don't show up to work. I'm selling it. Right. Oh, like, right. what do you want me to do? So I sold that. And, uh, you know, so then I had four boats maintain and fix at one point. So mm. that was a lot. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tell us so I gave up quickly. So Obviously, this is a people business, right? It's service. It's service mm -hmm. business. That's what you're doing. You're chartering people. You're making sure they have a great time. Tell us your best experience that you've had that you were like, man, this is the high. And then you know, my next question would be like, when's the lowest? Like, what was the bad story? But let's start with the high because I feel like that's going to be uplifting. Yeah. And then we're going to say like, <laughs> what's the one you're like, what am I doing? Sorry, man. Am I getting like uh negative or something no <laughs> so this is great here's the You're beautiful about it yeah is um well i would i mean dude it's sitting right there it's like you get that quite a bit not every day unfortunately but he's like man let's let's get a shark you know yeah and uh i'm like hell yeah like if that and then he was just stoked out of his mind then he got a snook you know yeah. and then when i got this little girl is daughter and yeah. i'm like holding yeah. this big fish like dude to me what i take that you know pretty seriously yeah. like i don't know i mean that's that's pretty cool uh yeah. and that happens every once in a while yeah and uh i love it and that's exactly why i wake up you know yeah. when things that's go good. right and the fish cooperate <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> so, real quick though it's funny like not yeah. that this is like a uplifting story but it's a fun story for me like the with the uh hammerhead shark oh yeah like your scary time there oh You're uh well we had one on yesterday so here's like the low right this kid Let's was his go. kid was like dude and i was determined i kept him out like an extra hour because the kid loved fishing like just sick in the head with fish he just reminded me it. of me yeah all day he was out there the day before fishing the beach. So I'm like, now, nah, man, I could get you hooked up on a shark. So we do chumming up two hammerheads, come out, boom, pitch it out there. Kids got it on, got it on. And then for whatever reason, that hook yeah. pulled out, you know, and, I mean, I've seen kids cry over lost fish and stuff, you know, so yeah. <laughs> I didn't see, but he had his head down for a while, you know, oh, and, and uh, I was like, like you said, with the instruction and stuff, I think the mom was like, damn, this guy's all over him. So then as we're idling in, she kind of came back. I said, see, as if this is what I was trying to avoid was, yeah. you know, that horrible feeling of losing that huge fish. I wasn't like yes. being mean to him. I was just telling him, 
Oh, yeah. If you want right. to catch this, this is what you have to do. And there's a lot of reality that you could really help process through, right? Like this, there's an excitement <laughs> level that you want to get what you want to get. But at the end of the day, there are some outside and like things that can really derail you, right? And at the end of the day, you get your head, head between your <laughs> yeah. legs. Well, there's like a lot of skill in there. I know when I was on the boat, you're like, yeah, fighting it, like give it. And then like, like and then when he comes in, you reel it in, like all this whole, like, basically yeah. you're wrestling with the line to like wear out the fish and you're I'm like oh like i i mean i'm somewhat like it was like started clicking for me towards the end but like yeah um no dude work. you did great like i'm that not i'm fun. not shining you on like this kid just wouldn't stop at the ring 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 like yeah. how you started but then you you caught on really yeah wow. i didn't think you were but you did. I, no, yeah. <laughs> I was listening. Well, Coach Blitz, sometimes you heard. Delay. I thought you were just going to run in and grab him, beat the shit out of him, throw him out on the boat, actually. Is what I, was gonna uh-huh. I, I wanted just, to see that, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Like I like A couple of days after we got back, I saw a video of a guy trying to like bring a boat, like bring a shark in. And he got his, like, a hold of his pinky and like ripped it off, you know? Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was like, Hey, that's why we didn't bring it into the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't remember you telling me a story about how like you were pulling in a fish and uh out came like a hammerhead shark and like took the fish from you. Oh yeah, the tarpon. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll show you for the viewers that don't know what that is. <laughs> <pull up. laughs> this was about a 150 pound big silver fish, right? And they go leaping out of the air and uh, the sharks have learned. So the sharks are like the Indians and the buffalo, right? The Indians followed the buffalo and then they eat the buffalo and all that. Mm-hmm. So now you have the sharks following the migration pattern of the tarpon. And when they're hungry, they eat them. Um, so what they've learned is when they're hooked, well, they're, they're vulnerable. They're easiest to get. Yeah. Yeah, correct. So they're trained on that. Um, Jeez. Yeah. So it's very, very nerve wracking to stick my hands and in the water the, yeah 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 and it's not like you fling him in like a bass right man like you got this thing it's a two-hand deal in his mouth and when that sucker starts like you lose him a few times usually you know so oh. so that's bringing up all that which attracts the shark and the one time yeah man i had that thing on the side of the boat huh, telling the guy come and get your fish all of a sudden everybody just went whoa Look, I felt the tug. I let it go. I looked over. There's blood all over. This huge spin, tails flying around. Uh, yeah, hammerhead. And I said, man, I didn't really see it too well. I said, how big was it? They all said at the same time, as big as the fin boat. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <It's a> megalodon. <laughs> exactly. And oh, man. I can't wait for this picture. Scary. I can't wait. Yeah, for I know. Picture. I'm sorry, dude. Here, here's one, and it's not even that big, but... Oh, man. Okay, so that's, a, that's the big fish. That, so you yep. didn't get a picture of the hammer, the hammerhead, but you just get a picture of how big the fish is. Yeah, which is massive. Massive. That, was like yeah, tuna. That's, that's like what tuna. he ate, dude. And he bit it in half. Imagine the size of that fish. So. Mm. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's scary. I know. Not big fish that I caught. It wasn't near as big as that. Um, like, it was... 
kind of sucks because like you reel them in, they get real tired, you know, and you wear sure. them out, so right. you throw them back in. But then they can't like run away from a shark. Then we saw this thing like, oh, got right. bitten in half by a shark. Oh, really? So I forgot like, about that. Yeah. 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 yeah, that sucked. Trophy breeder snook. Yeah. yeah. Got eaten. Uh, but, I know it's crazy. It is. To see like what it's like there. But it's kind of freaky because it's like, that's not where we're meant to be. I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not really a fisherman, but I feel like if I was on a charter fishing thing, I would be a fisherman. Yeah, that's the because case. like I'm the guy, and I live in Iowa. We live in Iowa, which you probably don't know where it is. It's like nothing <laughs> around the ocean. He's but, from Illinois, yeah. actually. You're from Illinois. Okay, yeah, so. you're two hours so, up the road, buddy. Maybe bass, and like if you get a bass, like anyway, you're fishing all day. You get two bites, and then maybe one of them you're going to pull in for a while. But that's just not my personality. But for ocean. I feel like you put it in, you're going to get something yeah. and it's going to be like the jackpot. It's going to be the biggest thing that you've ever seen in Iowa. And yeah. you're going to have somebody help you take it off the, the hook. You feel people love it. Cause this thing, like, so like Joe's like a uh, lifter, me head and uh, oh. wrestler. So like he gets it. Yeah. So doing, like you get it, you get it all. Like I'm not, I hate fishing like right. in Iowa. Right. Like, That's so saying. boring. Don't, right. don't ask me to go, but like going out to the ocean or like these big like lakes and stuff that like, you get done to pull these fish in. You get done and your arms are like just done. Cause Joe even called me out on the boat. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, are you left-handed? I was like, no, I, like, I just stop. can't like, use my right hand. <laughs> He's like, put me in a whip and just do it. I'm like, okay. that's great. That's great. You do see people, man, like some of these tarpon will take over an hour, right? So about 10 minutes into it, they're like, oh, taxed. I can't do it. But then after that, like warm up or whatever. Yeah, right. And then the their primal instincts, like somebody always is like, all right, let me, let me take the ride. Give you a break. They're like, no way. Yeah. And they just dig deeper, man. And then they don't stop. You know, that's it's, cool. that's one of the coolest things to see is, is, is that. Did you ever catch a marlin? I don't know what it is about the marlin, but like the I big things that they have in like the offices with the like, you know, the fin thing. Is that what I'm talking about, right? The marlin? Yeah. It okay. can be. Yeah, it's definitely one of the billfish uh, okay. species. Do you have you ever gotten one of those? No, I, I, okay. I haven't, unfortunately. Okay. Is that like the great white buffalo? You know, is that like the uh, to me it point is, buck? buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay, it's, so what's, that, that that takes money, buddy. That that okay, takes okay. a lot of money. I ain't got money. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh, that's a that's a four thousand dollar charter in Hawaii. You know? Oh, okay. Some, oh, wow. Something like huh. that. Yeah. Right. Good to know. Yeah. Okay, so what's the future for your company? For you, I'd love to hear all of that. This company is uh, probably going to get phased out. Well, it sure. is going to get phased out by my construction company, unfortunately. Um, sure. It's going to take years. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be here and all that. But, uh, yeah, I got this construction, remodeling, home building business that I'm, I'm starting now. And I'm just going to be too busy to do this. Yeah. Uh, I gave it my all, blood, sweat, and tears, killed myself for it. Uh, it's been 10 years. How long have you been doing it? Yeah. Over 12 okay. years, 12 years, but, uh, it's just not, uh, I'm 48 now. Right. And, uh, it's just not, there's no, there's no retirement in it. I don't have yeah. a rich wife or even a wife that works at all, which, you know, a lot of people yeah. do that would be that I would do it for the rest of my life. If that was the case. Right. Sure. Put 10 years into one and 
Let me see how that went. So <laughs> that didn't work out. So now I got to do something that is just me, myself, secure my own future 100%, not depend yeah. on anybody or yeah. anything. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, good yeah. It's good to know. So, phasing out, what does that look like for you and uh, the the fishing company? Like, are you going to try to sell it? Can you sell it? Obviously, you have assets. What do you do then, right? Like, how do you situate yourself in such a way that maybe you can take some of the profit out of it? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I have heard of people selling their company, you know, uh, for how much or whatever. I don't know, but I'm definitely going to have to find somebody and pick their brain on that. Uh, I would just have basically you know, a boat, which anybody could go buy, uh, and intangible assets, right? That would be the thing that I would have to try and build value on, such as, um, well, they can't have my reputation because they can't have me, right? Right, right. But so they can, but they it's tough. Have, like your website, because it, it gets trails. You can have that website for you sure. Facebook and stuff yeah. like that, trails yeah. and stuff like that. So they'll get you, but like, I mean, that's a big deal. You think about it, if you look at your Facebook, you got followers, you got like content up there, things like that. All that's worth something, you know? Yeah. It, it is uh, hard for somebody to call themselves Joe Snook or have somebody yeah. that's been on the boat and be like, who's this yeah. guy? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So say yeah. I had multiple boats called myself Sunshine Tours of Florida. Or they do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, they do. Yeah. And right. the guy's, you know, he's killing it. Um, but uh hmm. that's something yeah, that's good something. like when you're st- thinking about phasing out of something like how do you then situate it in such a way that you might be able to get some assets out of it like that is something different yeah, and you have sure. never built your business in order for that right so it's going to be pretty hard <laughs> as you start to yeah. see kind of like the grass and the profitability of your construction company or remodeling company i could see how it's almost like man to try to now go and make it something that's valuable is like, eh, how about I just put my blood, sweat and tears now into the construction building. Right. So I, I feel yeah. you on that. Well, I think it's awesome. The fact yeah. that like for our listeners, you know, I like hear Joe went, you know, uncommon started yep. his own business. He's done it for over 12 years. And it's like, you're still at that point. You're like, no, I did this once. Like, and I'm you can do it again. I can do it again. Especially gonna- if there's profitability involved. Yeah. <laughs> Construction's a little bit different than, uh, I mean, I live a good life. I got good friends. I make way more money than when I was working for people. I set my own schedule. I mean, it's been a great life. I absolutely love it. And I don't think I'll totally be done with it. Uh, There's some people like, dude, if you called me, like, I'm going to be down here for a week. I'm like, I'll figure out a way to get you on a charter. You know what I mean? And and, and I got people like that. So, um, yeah. Good. That's awesome. Well, Joe, I appreciate your your candor, your honesty, man. I'm I'm grateful just to have this time. Uh obviously promote your fishing and charter company, but also just like give you kind of a high five on the way out. And like you've done a good thing. Obviously, you've uh have some core values that work in this whole uncommon space. And so to try to find something that fits, you have experience in it. I think I'd give you a complete edification of just trying something that actually has some profitability for you to look out for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to go back and work for somebody like you're too tainted for that. You're basically unemployable. Yeah. This uncommon <laughs> path, it could be like, well, you're kind of turned into being unemployable because once you do it, you're like, ah, uh, yeah, we're not going back. So 
congratulations on your success with one company. I know it's going to be successful at whatever you put your mind to. Uh, it's great to get to know you. I wish I was on the boat with you to wrestle a big old fish, but uh, I'll have to just- make it happen, man. Uh, let's not forget, I did build that remodeling company on Marco Island. That was all me. Okay, I build yeah. that. Right, you got experience was, of it. So uh, I went from that first, and then this that, but, oh, now yeah, going back so we're taking now, not yeah except i'm getting all the money and yeah. uh, nobody could uh nobody could take that away from me that's good man well hey congrats uh and best of luck in the future man i appreciate your time i appreciate you awesome, very much man. thank you very much yeah you've been listening to the uncommon wealth podcast i've been your host philip ramsey and i'm aaron kramer until next time go get unemployable you know what yeah. i'm saying love it <laughs> hell yeah thanks for listening talk to you thank later you everybody. very much bye That's all for this episode, brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit UncommonWealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life.